Reach for the sky, boy. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast with your host, Jamie. And Mark. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about WWE. Uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is what it is. I want to call it Royal Rampage. Uh, it is. <laughs> it happened last night. Uh, but before we do get too far into it, obviously, you heard we might have ch- we uh, changed the intro music, at least for this episode, and kind of give a homage to the late, great Jay Briscoe or Jamin Pugh. Uh, however, you did know him by, or it didn't know him by. Um, very sad thing to hear. Yeah, unfortunately, he did pass away uh, January seventeenth. We do want to just kind of take a moment to pay our respects to Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, his family, his girls that were unfortunately in Every, the accident. With everybody him. that was affected, but um, especially his the wrestling community right, that's right. really been affected um, by that. As but well. obviously, you know, we've already lost Jay, and unfortunately, the other driver of the other car had passed away during. The accident, well, they, they, it was a car accident, but you know, I'm sure everybody already knows the, the gory details of it, but uh, just Regardless, keep, please keep, keep everybody their family in, in your yeah. prayers. Uh, and in both sides, this was, this was echoed by, uh, by Jay's wife, as well as a couple other people that, you know, don't go online and attack the individuals that may or may not have caused the, the accident or was just in the other vehicle. Uh, they do have a family, they have kids, they have loved ones. Um, it's just tragic all the way around. Uh, so please make sure any any feedback you're giving about the situation online, it's nothing but positive towards every party because uh, everybody's lost something in this unfortunate incident. Unfortunately so. One beautiful thing that did come out of the situation was that Tony Khan, AW, ROH, they kind of put together this really beautiful tribute to uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, also on Dynamite this past week, um, there was a special match that Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal wanted to personally put together that they ended up uh, putting on. It was a difficult dynamite to get through. I think everybody was. was probably choked up as bad as Mark and I probably were when it was starting from the get-go, but uh, it ended up, ended up being a really fantastic match. Of course, you mm-hmm. would know that. The great thing was Mark was there kind of cheering Jay on, who was who was definitely very emotional throughout the match and before the match happened, and he really was getting him into it and got, I think, everybody, the crowd, the people watching at home, into the match because right. he was like, we got to keep going. You know, this is I think it was beyond a, us. Because at this point, they had already done, um, we won't go into the drama of it, but they had already done the a ROH tribute show to, to Jay, and they had a bunch of matches after uh, a Dynamite that was recorded and released on ROH's YouTube channel. We are actually about halfway through it. We haven't had a chance to finish it. but uh, It's about three hours. I wasn't it's, expecting it. And I thought it was just going to be, you know, just some live matches. And that was pretty much it because I only saw about five. But what it actually ended up being, at least the first half, was interviews with people right. who, who personally uh, knew Jay, knew, knew Mark. Um, as well as a mishmash of matches that are just in really good matches between Jay Briscoe and uh, the two we've seen so far is Adam Cole. Yep. Which I had no idea that Adam Cole and even the Briscoes had any type of uh, history together. Right. Uh, and then there was another one between... Uh, Christopher Daniels and 
uh, Jay, Briscoe. Jay Briscoe, which was fantastic. So seeing these guys who are, you know, absolute legends like Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Christopher Daniels talking about Jay, which is, again, and we've only gotten through half of mm-hmm. it. Uh, re- really choked us up, you know, got oh, me quite emotional. Joe, Joe got me really bad because, you know, obviously everybody, it's wrestling. We play They play characters on TV and you have to play the character, keep kayfabe. And with Joe, he's supposed to be this super tough individual that's, you know, fuck everybody, fuck this, it's mine, you know, whatever. And it was, it was, in, it was, it was heartbreaking to see a man like that who had to break character, who had to show the emotional side of himself, which... It's some. It's just a side you don't see of somebody like Samoa Joe. So it was. It really was. It really. You really take it to heart with what these men are saying about absolutely and women too. You know what they're saying about Jay Briscoe and right. how how good of a person he was. Right. Christopher Daniels had a beautiful part where he basically thanked uh, Jay's family for allowing him to be mm-hmm. on the road and for Christopher for to be able to him, spend so much time him with him for. You to, know. to to give to everybody else because yeah, every to travel he, to have these shows right because every minute he wasn't with his family he was doing something with another person and right recognize that and it, it was really cool so we still got that to finish we don't want to dwell too much on on this subject you know no, there's a, I think there's a lot of positive to remember mm-hmm. it seems like there were nothing but you know fantastic things about Jay is not only a wrestler a brother a father but as a person yep um so unfortunately this this has happened but. Hopefully everybody can make a good thing out of all it. We can and, do, that's and all we can Mark do. Mark says he's going to keep going for Jay, so you know, let's all keep going for Jay. And- Interesting, and that that's another thing that you know, a good thing that could come of it. This could be an amazing singles run for Jay Briscoe. You know, on whether it's ROH, AEW, uh, wherever he ends up going. You know, GCW. You know, they've been a part of GCW before. Um, so hopefully, we they can turn something that was as tragic as losing an individual's life, especially somebody who was so influential for the modern day wrestling. Um, hopefully that'll turn into something positive. So we don't want to dawdle on this all night. Uh, again, we're always trying to keep it on the positive. Uh, wanted to pay our respects, but we had a paper, a premium live event this weekend. It was the Royal rumble, which is one of mine and Jamie's favorite, uh, 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 premium <laughs> live events of the year. Uh, obviously followed up by WrestleMania. Uh, in like the favorite category, we have Elimination Chamber coming up. And if you've seen the leaked pictures of the Elimination Chamber, it makes all of this really interesting. Uh, but before the Royal Rumble started, before... My dog. Pat <laughs> McAfee made his return yes, to WWE, and I could did. not be happier. I hated Pat McAfee when we started watching wrestling again. I didn't get it, yeah. I didn't either. And then within maybe two weeks, I would have bought that entire man's t-shirt co- uh, <laughs> collection and he I, vibes with michael cole I love so it. well i love it he's he, he it feels like it's an outsider that isn't part of wrestling right but is it enjoys wrestling and it's it's like having a fan as an announcer and he just brings a a breath of fresh air uh nfl season is wi- winding down to an end i think buffalo might be in the super bowl i don't know i don't know anything about football <laughs> somebody's going to lynch me for saying that probably um but yeah, we're uh, Pat McAfee's back. So happy to hear that. Hopefully, we get a little bit of shuffling again with the announced teams. Yes, um, I think we need a little bit of a switch up again. I, I enjoyed uh, what's his name, the Irish Irish fella, oh, Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick. I, I enjoyed his commentary for a little bit, but I think he's I don't know. He, he's Kevin he's, Corey. Do not no. Mm. It might just be Corey. I hate Corey. I hate Corey Graves. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to hate Corey Graves, <laughs> but I hate Corey Graves. 
What I did not like about Corey Graves recently is how bad he beat the fact that Dom was so hard in prison. (laughs) He's the MGK of WWE. (laughs) And that's saying something because MGK MGK had something to do with WWE a couple years ago. But he's like he's like the MGK of 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 punk rock. And I hate him. But that even sounds bad. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm an idiot. I just don't like him. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a reason why I don't like it's okay. Corey Graves, the the long lost bassist of Necromantics. That's okay. Yeah. There That's we go. okay. There it is. There's my pop culture reference for the punk rock world that nobody will understand except That's for maybe okay. Randy. Uh but <clears throat> one interesting thing after Pat McGaffey was announced to be back was that they started off with the Men's Royal Rumble. Yes, and I, I thought this was a great idea. I know you weren't exactly for it originally, um, and I can understand why. But this is, I was excited to see, because it now built tension as to who was going to be facing Roman. Yeah, you were going to know right away. at the end of the night. You knew. So it was, you know, wasn't the big long wait till the end of the pay-per-view. We got to find out right away who was going to be facing Roman, who, oh, Roman or Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Okay, now going into this Royal Rumble, sure. knowing, I won't say the name of the guy who won, okay. but knowing everybody that was coming in, did you already have an inkling, even though there was about, we kind of half found out right before uh, the pay-per-view, or premium live event, I'm going to do that for the rest of my life, <laughs> um, that there was a couple other names that, that were announced internationally. Uh, did you have your heart set on a certain individual to win this or were you just to win the Royal the Rumble? Yes. I did. Who was who who did you have pegged? Like Unfortunately, my guest didn't never even entered the Royal Rumble, mm. which was Sami Zayn. Okay. Okay. I, I know a lot of people were questioning that. was going to be the breakup that. with the bloodline was going to be that Sami Zayn was just going to get thrown in. He was going to win it. Roman was going to be pissed. There was going to be some type of breakup or tension. For okay. the next few months until almost like that would have been his that would have been his last uh, that would have made sense because they would have made that the main event the Royal Rumble they could have set it up so that Sammy's last chance or last like proving moment to the bloodline was to win the Royal Rumble to guarantee that he takes the spot and then when WrestleMania rolls around he can just you know do the old finger poke of doom and lay down and Roman can pin him right like is he going to do that is he actually going to fight him you know right. what's going to happen. And it could have been a fun buildup for the time being, uh, but unfortunately, he never did. No, um, so. not even, did, hardly even showed up up until the end. Yep, yep, that is correct. Uh, but we did start out the Royal Rumble with uh, Gunther and Sheamus, which I thought this was a great way what to start it. What a way it. to start off. Um, because if you watched their match uh, back in late 2022, they had one of the best, if not the best, singles match in all of WWE, if not all uh, of televised all of wrestling. wrestling, if not at all wrestling. Oh, I love um, the match that they had last year, the big pay-per-view. What was it? Um, Clash of the Castle. Absolutely fantastic. They had a great rivalry. So then yep. to start this off, I literally sat up on the couch and I was like, all right, let's go. It like, instantly got your attention. You're like, did. oh, I remember it these did. two going at it and tearing the house down. They stole, 100%, they stole that pay-per-view. Even Roman was, I don't remember, Roman took on Drew, if I remember right. And it, even that like, dwarfed in comparison. And to, it was great, too. It was, but not, not nothing that compared. And, if, and again, if I remember right, I think that was the opening match of that pay-per-view. I don't know. It, that have, I can't it was early for. in the card. I know, yeah, I, I know I in my bones it was early through. in the card. Um, well, we start out with Gunther and, and Sheamus. Miz ends up entering. Kofi, Johnny Gargano, um, and it took a little bit for somebody to finally get eliminated. I mean, there was a... 
There was a point, I don't know if you've ever played the 2K series games, you can only have, uh, at least recently, eight individuals in a ring at a time. Right. Otherwise, and, nobody will be able to come in. Right. You know, and there, come out. there was a point with the Royal Rumble, it felt like that. It felt like it was like, how many more people are you going to stuff in this ring before you start right. getting eliminated, eliminations? Um, Miz gets popped out. A couple more get popped out. It was... I I got ex- I got really excited for this Royal Rumble and I think they did a good job telling a good story with the they Rumble. They did because I mean we're finishing up a year of wrestling with some good rivalries. So right. to have Bobby Lashley and Seth mm-hmm. Rollins They've be got in those there little at mini the same stories. time, to have Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins be in there, to have uh you know Gunther and Sheamus, to have Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. They had a lot of in-depth, you or know, Cross though. Uh, poor a lot of people poor Kofi two years in a row this man got screwed I think he needs to stop setting that expectation now yeah like I think now's the opportunity that you're no longer the guy that has to do that every year unfortunately Kofi Kingston you know he does these cool things where oh aren't we all uh he does one of those things every year the Royal Rumble you know where he has that close call, and yep. last year it didn't work out, and this Jumps year, unfortunately, on the... he tried to jump on a, on a, a an chair. office well, chair. He, and he's done that before. There was one year he jumped on an office chair, or at least he found himself on an office chair, and he bunny-hopped all the way back to the ring, but yep. unfortunately this year, the little plastic wheels didn't really want to cooperate yeah. with Kofi too much and kicked out from underneath him. And even the announcers were like, I don't know if he's out. Uh, we'll Only see one if he's foot out. Hit. Oh, and, and it's, yeah. it's one of those, you can bend the rules of a Royal Rumble a little bit, you know? Have an individual fall out and their their hand taps. I just punched my wall. I have their hand tap and they're like, "Well, that wasn't both their feet." Or have you know, a, a little stupid you know nuances like when when uh, John Cena and Batista went out of the ring at the same time and the ref somehow like, "Oh, it was John Cena one," even though they landed at the same time. Like you can. You can bend these rules. Like, that's the beauty of WWE right. and wrestling. You can bend these but rules. But you can't sway Kofi to win or nah. stay in straight, every year. He straight wiped out on the floor. In a football game, he would have been down. In, in, in hockey, he would have been checked. In anything else, he would have been out of commission. There's no, And they tried. They like, oh, yeah, like you said, maybe only one. it's only one foot, so maybe he's not <laughs> out. And then they just never referenced it, except for the uh, shortly after this happened, Brock Lesnar comes out. And Pat McAfee, again, within, what, 15 minutes of him being into the, back in the WWE, adds more flavor than half the announcing team has uh-huh. in six months and hits, you know, Kofi with, well, maybe Kofi doesn't want to be in because Brock Lesnar's here. And exactly. It was just probably just better sell. off. Beautiful sell. <laughs> it was, it was really good. Um, but like you said, there was a lot of. Uh, storylines within there was, the Rumble. Because right after Brock came out was Bobby Lashley. So it was, it was, and it was Brock well Lesnar timed. It lasted three minutes. He was like me in bed. It didn't last that long. And he, <laughs> Bobby Lashley came <laughs> in him, and guys. just knocked him out of the ring. And what, what probably was the most jaw dropping elimination. Not that it was like, like, oh my God, that was amazing. It was just like, holy shit, who would have thought that they would have given Bobby Lashley the opportunity to, to get revenge on Brock Lesnar finally and get him out of the, I so mean, quickly, too. I even tweeted out the minute he came out. I was like, well, there's your 2023 Rumble winner. Because <laughs> it seems so obvious. You yeah, know? and he even came in. When Brock came in, he just started eliminating people. I think, let's say I got, he took out Dawkins, Gable, and Escobar within like 15 seconds of yeah. him walking in the ring. He got Santos, Escobar, yep. Uh, and then Lashley comes out, and they had a stare down, a little exchange, and he, Lashley caught him off guard after he knocked out Escobar, I think it was, and clotheslined him out of the ring. 
But then, unfortunately, Lashley got taken out by Seth Rollins, which we're going right back Again. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley on the way out. Uh, or no, it was Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Took out Destro- Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin comes out, all, you know, happy Corbin, whatever the hell he is now, and just absolutely gets decimated by Brock. Although Brock did fall on his little patootie. <laughs> he picked up Baron. He tried to run and attack him. Yeah, he slipped. His feet came out from underneath him. And, and yeah. <laughs> Whoop. Uh, it was a good, it was a good, uh, good rumble, though. Um, the, uh, one thing that was fun that didn't happen too long afterwards was uh, Rey Mysterio's music hit, classic, of course, you know, the Booyaka, the Booyaka, Booyaka. And uh, the music hit, nothing, 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 never came out. And then the next person to come out was Dominic Mysterio in Ray's mask. So it was condom. perfectly insinuated. Condom. Condom. Stole it sounds, his mask. Condom. I've spent way too much time on Reddit. Condom sounds like a sexual orientation. Yes. I identify as, as condom. <laughs> Sexually, I don't even, I don't even want to know what a condom would be in the sexual world. I don't even want to go down world. that road. Um, but yeah, he came out wearing, uh, daddy's mask. He did. I, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is going to be, it's going to be Dom and Ray at WrestleMania. This further proved that. 100%. 100%. It's going to be daddy and son. Yeah. Beating the hell out of each other. And Dom lasted for a while. He actually didn't get taken out until the end. I, I don't know if I like the, the direction they're going with Dom character. I like Dominic Mysterio as a performer. I don't know if I like the. S- the sniveling, weaselly, like hide behind the big tough guy yeah. in my Mommy. group. Yeah, like, and I know what they're doing, but I'm afraid that they're gonna they're gonna telecast this guy to be just that. To that be his? He's the he's the he 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 oh like and hide behind you know uh, uh, Damian Priest who's six foot three. You know, it happened. It happened when he was an, uh, antagonizing Shelton Benjamin. Uh, when they were celebrating his 20 years of being WWE, he's like literally like standing behind Damian Priest, reaching under under his arm and poking Shelton or Shelton in the chest. Like, I'm just afraid they're going to turn him into this whiny little wiener and not be able to recoup and from. Yeah, him. yeah, you're just going to always going to be condom. Condom, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you know, like I don't know. It, it, it's it's working for now. It is. It, Where do you just, go from here, though? They just need to get him. I don't know if this is going to be his like transition back to face turn, and he's going to have like a res- you know a revelation whenever he he fights Ray at WrestleMania. Again, it's not confirmed, but it's confirmed here in Coffee and Wrestling because Mark said it, and Mark knows everything. Because I'm of course a Mark. I'm Mark. Mark. I, I mean, it's in the name. By the way, um, we did get the idea of the the song change, uh, from. The Winley podcast. Sorry, I had a completely blank. Um, but he always refers to himself as the best in the world, so I'm not just gonna have to be the you know the mark of the world. The mark of the world. I'm just I'm gonna know everything the about mark. wrestling. The mark, the mark of the wrestling. I'm world. the mark. Like when you talk about like, hey, that's a, that person's a mark. It's because they're referencing my ass. Mm. I'm the mark. <laughs> there's my new there's my t- new Twitter handle at, at I'm the mark. Fantastic. Um. So afterwards, we got a, a short story by Elias. Um, Finn Balor came in, you know, which was great timing for Dominic. Yep. And uh, Got for some reason we thought it was a good idea to throw Booker T in there. Yeah, Booker T uh, jumped he off was the, the exciting legend of the, the yeah, Rumble. He jumped off the pre-show table and <laughs> threw on his trunks. And it, I can't remember who said it. It might have been Pat. Uh, it might have been Corey, too. One of them said that he looks ripped. And man, I'll tell you what, he looked like. He looked about as ripped as a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know in what world I I must look fucking staunch if that man is ripped. I mean, I'm I'm by no means. I am no IFBB, you know, bodybuilding professional athlete in in any capacity, but compared to to Booker T, if Booker T is ripped, I man I better Shizzle. be getting my fucking bodybuilding pro card here soon because <laughs> I'm fucking rocking right now. I think Pat was just trying to, you know, amp him up, be nice for but a that's like But that's know? like selling an 88 Oldsmobile as a vintage vehicle, as the fucking motor oils literally congealing and falling out of the <laughs> exactly, seals. Exactly, vintage. Vintage. And yeah, he was definitely vintage. He did great, though. He came in, he did his thing, did his spin a Rooney. Yep, and um, got eliminated by he, Gunther. He did the bookend. Which, yep. again, I think is, I, every time he does that, I find that funny because the only reason he uses that as a signature is because he had a feud with The Rock. Right. And that was like to antagonize The Rock was he kept using his moves. He did the, he did the elbow for a while. I think he did the elbow with a spinner Rooney a couple times, too. He'd like hit the ropes and then hit a spinner Rooney and hit the elbow. They had a great rivalry. They did. I mean, and he, honest to God, Booker T, great performer back, yes. in, the, back yes. in the early 2000s, late 90s. Here, WCW. not so much. Yeah, no, no. He could have <laughs> stayed out of it, but. Good to see. I guess they got one legend in. Um, we also ended up seeing, you know, Damian Priest and Montez Ford came in. Yep. So now you have uh, all and then of they eliminated all each of, pretty uh, much. You have all of Judgment Day. Yeah, in all of point. Judgment Day is in there. Uh, and on this day, Edge comes back, and I, I, man, I kind of wish they would have finished this rivalry last time Edge came back. Yeah, but now because well, now you got Judgment Day, now you got Edge. So but it's... I guess they got a little bit of something to do with Rhea because. He comes out, and Rhea comes out, and everybody's fighting everybody. Everybody eliminates everybody, and then lo and behold, Beth Phoenix put on makeup and did her hair for a fifteen or not even a fifteen minute spot, a five minute spot. Spears Rhea Ripley at the top of the three thousand foot long ramp. Yep. I don't know what's with yep. with premium live events and the <laughs> length of these ramps. Um, also, they haven't even had the women's Royal Rumble, so Rhea's already. She took a hell of a spear, though. Yeah, that was she good. Did. That was good. A um, little bit of, of foreshadowing before the women's, like, like you said. Um, but yeah, pretty much the Judgment Day, Sans, Dominic uh, got eliminated and then ran back in the ring and eliminated the person who eliminated them, Edge. And they just fought to the back. Rhea Ripley got speared. And we were on to just a, a few people that... I don't know what they were doing in the, the uh, you Rumble. Know, Austin Theory. Okay, we're trying to build him up. Another right. champion. Omos, huge guy who was going to take him out. You know, I think last Royal Rumble, it took like seven guys to throw him out. One of those typical things. But yep. they well, he up, was the big guy. Yeah. And there was a couple big guys Braun. in this. Braun Strowman comes out. And I mean, that was the only way you were going to eliminate Omos. Or Omos. Yeah. Uh, is Braun comes in and he manhandles him over the rope in a, a very short fashion, which I was okay with. It was pretty short, too. I was okay yeah. with. I didn't want to really see Omos. Because I believe he won. No, he didn't win last year. He almost won last year. Yeah. Uh, we him at 27. Then we had Ricochet, of course, coming in after Braun Strowman just to seal their little tag team deal because they're in the semifinals. And then on Wrestler Smackdown. of the Year, 100%. If you don't agree with me on, on, on number 29 of Wrestler of the Year. Oh, get out of here. I'll cancel this podcast <laughs> right fucking now. So we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, okay? We're at 28. And they've already we got they, Ricochet. And they announced, they announced Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So it's like, who else? So like, who I, else is coming out at this Honest point? to God, I thought 29 was Cody Rhodes. I, when, and obviously, when the music hit, it was a whole different story. But I was thinking, okay, 29. Cody Rhodes hasn't come out, and unless some garbage, because I know that the doctor came out and said, you know, I wish they wouldn't have announced him coming back until we were 100% sure. Uh, so there was this tiny little chance that Cody Rhodes wasn't going to make it. Right. Uh, 29 rolls around, and I fucking Christ, I wish they would have resurrected 
I don't even know, some dead Paul legends, Bear. Paul Bearer. I wish <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior's corpse. I wish. May I, Young. I, I don't even know. Get, get Joey Ryan. Uh, Beef. Logan Paul comes out uh, and just. Stale fart. Yeah. Which There's a couple I, of those Honest moments. to God, this was a stale fart, but this was not the stalest fart that happened in a rumble. Not tonight. No. Not by a long shot. No. At least Logan Paul can wrestle. So Logan Paul yeah. comes out, hypes the crowd out. Finally, 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 there might be hope for Logan Paul in wrestling. Finally comes out and realizes that no one wants, nobody in the crowd wants to cheer for him except for like the idiots that are on his YouTube. Sure. They just boo him. And he finally realizes, oh, people don't like me. I can play towards that. So what does he do? He comes out and he hypes the crowd up of, you know, basically just doing exactly what you thought he would do. Just yeah, acting a fool. Heel. Making himself like feel like he's the biggest heel in the world. And people ate it up. People fucking ate it up. They tore it. They booed. They heckled him. It was perfect. It's exactly what he needs to do in order to not get over as in like face. The man needs to get over as a heel. You need to lean into them natural occurring things. Yeah, if things. people are going to hate you, then just go with it. Yeah, you might as well. Absolutely. Why, why fight it? Why, no mean, reason. But he comes out, does a couple of things, has, honest to God, one of the best spots. And this is exactly, why, this is exactly why I'm saying the man needs to lean into his strengths right now because many, a lot of people are doubting his capability. And I have to say it, and I don't like Logan Paul. I don't like the whole social media influencer bullshit but the man can perform the man can put, apply the fundamentals and right. work hard and create a a a emotional wrestling match and he hits the moves and he, and he hits, hits the, the moves, moves well just you got to lean into that shit and he proves that because he did a springboard off the top rope with ricochet with like a springboard lariat into each other and it was oh so my god! Hard hitting. The sound that these two men made, these two bodies colli- like colliding into each other, you thought they were both dead. It was the most one of the most impressive athletic feats of the night, if not the most between the two guys because they Absolutely. timed it perfect. Both went off the rope and collided dead square in the middle in, in the air. Yep. and then landed Huge on the thud. ring. Landed in the ring. Huge thud. Yep. Massive. And, and unfortunately, at this point, you realize, I mean, that's it. Cody Rhodes is coming out and, you know, the, there is no holy shit that legend or anything like that. You know, it was just. The Rock's not making kinda it. Kind of surprising. Stone Cold's not making it. No. Nope. Uh, yeah. Which is, I mean, okay. I see both camps. I see people saying, wow, you didn't really have that many surprises because that's a big, a big complaint yeah, that I see the, on, that's on Twitter. Yeah, the thing is, about Royal Rumble is always a really big holy shit moment. I feel like that they did this right. I feel like that instead of doing that, instead of taking the opportunity to scratch that retro itch to give everybody like, oh, here's fucking Hulk Hogan. Here's this person. Here's the million dollar man. Yeah. The guys (laughs) are like, oh, haven't seen you in 10 years. Instead of doing that, they took the opportunity to further the younger talents in the in the company they did especially in the women's they did fantastic oh yeah there. the only legend they even brought in in the women's was michelle mccool and i think that was just like i think they were trying to rib the the wrestling community to be 100 percent honest with you um but i think they did a great job with with the rumble they they kept it exciting there was no and a rumble's really hard to portray because you have so many people in the ring that it's hard to keep the attention on 
just one thing while everybody's like not trying to take the spotlight. Yeah, because you're going to miss a few things, you know. And you can't have 15 different things happening in a ring at the same time. There's only so many cameras. Right. Fans can only look so many different directions. Yeah, and then there's entrances that have to be covered too. Right, a couple a couple of the eliminations got completely covered right. up by the entrances. And it happens. Like, mm-hmm. it happens. Unfortunately, you take your lower card talent, which, like Otis, unfortunately, and you get eliminated when somebody's coming through because you need to thin those numbers. You don't need to make a giant, you know, uh, uh, production about everybody getting eliminated or even coming in. And I really do think that they did a good job with this. Was it the greatest rumble that's ever happened? By far not. not. But was it good, solid storytelling? And does it set stuff up for later on? You're goddamn right. At least 80% of the participants in that rumble that happened in the men's rumble have now established that they are still involved in a storyline. It reminds you that there's beef between people, that there's things that you can go back and revisit. So I think that's what this rumble was. And I think that's one of the reasons why they, they started. Of course, Cody gets the fucking win. He's going to be facing the winner of Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. In other words, Roman Reigns, <laughs> uh, you know, but it establishes fr- that immediately, you know, right. beginning with the show that it is going to be Cody. Sammy's not, uh, you know, a participant. Right. There is no big holy shit moment as far as the men's Royal Rumble. But now and, this, you know, feeds, we're just going to move on with that. Yeah. It feeds everybody those little tidbits. Oh, I forgot about this person and this person. Right. So it, it does. It does more. It entertained it people. Established right. rivalries of. You know, don't forget Seamus and Gunther still have that rivalry where they were fighting each other. You know, don't forget about Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. They had a rivalry, but they worked together, you know, at the Royal Rumble right. last night, which was kind of cool. So, they, yeah, which, because they had that match at the Hell in the Cell. So, yeah, it was, it, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, if I had to give it a rating, I'd probably give it like a seven. Yeah, I was going to say six. Six and a half, seven. Sure. Um, I liked it. Entertaining. It was an entertaining. That's what it's for, right? I was happy. I, I, I wish Cody didn't win. I also but wish that's, Cody that's didn't win. That's a personal win. preference, but I see why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right, and next up we had Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Of doom. Uh, of doom. Of doom. I think they're trying to take a page out of Tony Khan's book and just naming these matches weird matches. Uh, we've had no... No updates as to what this match was supposed to be. They never explained it. I don't uh, know if it's because they didn't know what they were going to do until the last minute. They made it seem like there was going to be a set of rules. They made it seem like that they were, this was going to be some new, new, some new type of match that yep. was going to be hoo-ha, and it wasn't. But how do you do a pitch black match and have us see it, you know? Uh, they kind of figured out a way. They ended up turning yeah. the lights off for the most part and turning on a bunch of black lights. And uh, it looked like that one Busta Rhymes video where he painted his face yes. and they all had like the glow sticks and shit. Yes, if you've ever seen uh, that that video or uh, if you've ever gone to a Blue Man group, they have that iridescent paint there you go, that's, yeah. that's invisible to the, you know, in normal light, but then you yeah. turn on a black light and it, it illuminates like a hotel room blanket. <laughs> yeah. And Put it, both hands where your eyes can see. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Bray Wyatt was, I, I'm not going to lie, he looked really neat. He kind of looked like Swamp Thing. Okay, he, I got like mm, uh, reptile mm-hmm. kind of scaly. Kind yeah, but he had of. that. It was all done with like white glowy paint, so it kind of gave that ghosty look. So yeah. it, it was an interesting look. It was an interesting um, perspective. It, I've never seen it. It was like a black light match. And he he was, was looking a little bit more like like devious, a little bit more insane before the match started. Um, but all in all, this is really just like one big squash match. Yeah. I mean, and mind you, this is the first 
televised match that Bray Wyatt has had. He was the fiend the last time that he wrestled. Right. It was uh, April of 2021 for WrestleMania. So almost two years. Yes. Almost two full years. This was his first televised match. He's had a couple of matches on some house shows with yes. WWE. Um, but. I mean, if, he, obviously he picked up the win here. But This was, this was definitely a storytelling match uh, to just further this character development for Bray Wyatt. But I don't know why they had to use this as the pitch black match. It was personally. weird. I, I was kind of hoping this would be like the end of this story, and it might be. But I feel like we've been left with more questions than we have answers, which I guess yes. is a good thing in one degree because we want to see more to feel to understand the explanation of what's going on with Bray Wyatt. But in the same stroke, we've been dealing with this for what oh, two, three months, months now. now. With How no much? explanation. Right. And and the match was for what it was solid. It I was mean, they, solid, yeah. they did their moves well and everything happened. And then uh, we didn't even talk about when Uncle Howdy shows up. Yeah. He came uh, out, did some elbow drop and. Yeah. They end the match. Bray Wyatt gets the pin. Uh, continues to attack L.A. Knight, chases him through the crowd. L.A. Knight's hitting him with a kendo stick left, right. And, and Which just was like covered in like glow paint. He was no selling it and, and finally gets a hold of. L.A. Knight puts him down and, like, kind of hunkers down on one knee and the camera pans up and Uncle Howdy, like, jumps off. I guess, I don't know, he had to sip a Mountain Dew, jumps off of <laughs> off of the, the scaffolding the and rush. drops the world's worst elbow dropping. Yeah, missed nope, by Doesn't matter what angle miles. you watch, you can tell he was three, four feet yeah. north of where L.A. Knight is. Yeah. You don't see the aftermath. You don't no. see what happened. You don't Second have an explanation. Hits, there's pyro. Yeah, fire, and then... Yeah, there's no explanation. That's it. that's it. And then I thought, okay. I was like, oh, wow, that was like, okay. That's going to lead into what's going on with Alexa Bliss. Because yeah. up next, we end up having Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss. And I was like, okay, maybe this is going to lead into... I the, thought the same. Like, For sure, gonna Uncle something. Howdy's going to interfere with this or something like that. That didn't happen either. No, I'm not no. really sure what they're trying to do here. Like, I think, personally, WWE is notorious for building things up for far too long, and then they just splatter on the ground and die. Uh, we actually were no. blessed to have our great friend Jade Koth with us uh, watching the Royal Rumble, and he was like, hey, what happened to Veer? <laughs> yeah, it, who, Case in point. Who are we talking about? Oh, it doesn't matter, but yeah. he. I, I think it was He's Jinder like, Mahal. hey, are they, still, are they still pushing that one guy that they said he's coming for like nine months. I said, yeah, he showed up and then they pushed him back to NXT and he's a tag team. And I think he hasn't wrestled in like two months. Yeah. <laughs> so Veer came yeah. and he's gone. It's Fungasaurus. It's Veer. It's this all over. You can't put months and months and months behind this and act like it's going to be interesting. And then again, you know, they did this Alexa Bliss, uh, Bianca Belair match and this didn't have anything to Very, do with it either. They, you know, a lot of buildup for these two have been going back and forth for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I I thought the backstage segment when Alexa finally turned and she hit Bianca with the vase, I thought yeah. that was a really cool segment. I did too. Because you don't see much of that in WWE right. anymore, some backstage interview brawl and shit. Um, and I was like, I, this was the match that I was like, okay, I think this is going to be the one that's going to be the surprise out of the five. That's I expected the Roman Reigns, or Roman Reigns, LA Knight and Bray Wyatt to be a little bit supernaturally and, and all that. So I wasn't too disappointed with the match, with what had happened. Um, but this one, I was like, okay, this should be a great match. Bianca's a great performer. 
performa. Uh-huh. Uh, Alexa is developing another character, yep. moving into another segment of her career. They just did this match a few weeks ago, and we didn't get to see an ending it, to it. it. Was, like, yeah, something's got to happen here like to put a, it to an end. It felt like a lot like the cage match that they had that was, yes. fail, you know, that Becky didn't end up happening. You're like, failing. okay, well, that means they're going to do something more. Right. They're going to add to the, to, the, to the suspense of this. They're going to add to the drama of this match it's going to be more than just yeah you know they'll go from a cage match and now it's gonna be a hell in a cell match or you know something like that and i figured this was okay they had a one-on-one match now they have a legit like pay-per-view match they're not going to squash this out or dq uh, it it was what seven minutes yeah and, and none of that ever happened it could have been a, a mid-card it was a raw match all day if that all day like it was it was a good like it was a match. It wasn't a. It wasn't bad. Again, entertainment it was entertainment. They performed well. It ended. There was like you know some segments of Alexa Bliss. Bianca didn't even celebrate. No. She got the win, rolled out, and she walked out. And then Alexa just saw this video up on the Titantron. It was all these the videos of her spliced together with Uncle Howdy. He was saying, "Do you feel in control?" And then it went went to commercial. Yeah, and it cut, and that was it. That was the end. I went to some Applebee's commercial with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Rollins, Yeah. And I absolutely died laughing because. With Seth Rollins' see through shirt, which I tweeted that wrong and somebody thought I said see through shorts. Oh, boy. Um, That entire commercial made me die because these two are doing CrossFit and they are not eating dinner at Applebee's. No, they do not do that. Becky Lynch had a man sized Caesar salad. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what a man sized Caesar salad. I'm pretty sure if you go in there and say I'll have the man sized, I'm pretty sure they just bring you a regular Caesar salad. I don't know if there's like, is there like a man and a woman size? Like, uh, but uh, this was my, dis- this honest to God was the most disappointing match of the night. Agreed. And I, it I elevated nothing and established was, nothing. Besides KO and Roman Reigns, this was out of the three matches, this was the one I had the most hope for to be one of those like, okay, we're going to get. Finally, something's going to happen. Yeah. And we got no explanation about Uncle Howdy except that he can do elbow drops. And not, I can no, do an elbow drop. You can't do elbow drops. <laughs> He can drop an elbow, just he's, you know, like Not shooting on with one eye. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bianca Belair retains over to Alexa Bliss, and we went into <laughs> the Chili's commercial. And up next was the Women's Royal Rumble. And we started out with Rhea Ripley as the number one spot, Liv Morgan as the number two spot, and what a performance those two put on. Oh, it was fun. I'm, I'm not the biggest Liv fan, but Her attire was on point. She did great. She brought the heat. She, she had to with Rhea. Yes, especially you know? in those first couple minutes. Uh, but I'll, I'll go through the first couple. We had Rhea, Liv, Dana, Brooke, Emma. Oh, God. I almost said Shayna Soraya. Baszler. Shayna Baszler, Bailey, B-Fab. That, now, let's let's get, stop there. Let's, let's stop there. Creep it up. First of all, when I heard Hit Row's music, I was like, oh, shit. B-Fab is finally going to do something. Didn't she have another match? She was supposed to have a match against uh, Zelina Vega. Right. And oh, that's right. It got interrupted. interrupted and yep. they never fought. And then that was it. They've never, ever, she's never fought a match since she's been back. I don't know if she did before. I don't know anything about Hero previously. At least not on televised. Yep. She might have done some house shows. So nothing. And then she comes out and. Uh, it was one in one out, in one year, right out the other. She Rhea got. Yeah, eliminated her. In it was like 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So yep. I think that shows the writing on the wall for yep. B-Fab and Hit Row. I agree. They got hit row. Wasn't the fastest elimination of the night, though. Oh, no, but hold on. Before you go to that one, Michael Cole was shitting on Top Dollar. He was talking about, oh, Top Dollar, you know, that wouldn't fly with Top Dollar. And I think that was on my, SmackDown. Was that on yeah. SmackDown? Either way, I need to revisit that. He, it needs to be brought up. 
He absolutely destroyed that man. Yeah, because I think somebody said something about... He, he's got to um, fly somewhere, and he's you know, like, oh, his, well, he can't fly at all. Well, Ricochet's a flippy floppy wrestler, That's and right. does he consider whoever a flippy floppy wrestler, or, or does he? That's does right. He said, Braun Strowman consider him know, a flippy floppy wrestler, and he says, dollar. "Well, I don't know about a flippy, but definitely a floppy." Yeah, I was like, he "Wow, he buried him. him," which is terrible. Like, what? I don't know if they're. I, I hope it's an angle. Yeah, like I'm not a big hit row fan. Don't get me wrong. Like, I just don't like them. I don't yeah. like their their. They're like. Lame private party and private parties like a young version of the street profits. Street so profits, I mean, right? Like, <laughs> they're just, the third, third, uh, third rate. The third wheel. Street profits. They're awful. I, I just don't like them. I don't like their dynamic. I'm not I don't a know fan. If it's those two, I honest to God just think it's top dollar. Yeah. I don't think BFAB's anything special. I think she could have the potential to be something, uh-huh. but I don't know. Top dollar just is doo doo, and I just can't ever remember the other guy's name. Ashanti. The Adonis. Yeah. Adonis Ashanti. That's I don't what know. it is. Ashanti Adonis. But they're just I, they, nothing, nothing special. Nothing sticks out about them. Agreed. And then their performance just awful. And I mean, he, Michael Cole buried that poor guy. Yeah. And then B Fab got eliminated in thirty seconds. Yeah. It was just embarrassing. I can't see them being a top tier no. contender unless no. they do a major overhaul or they have them. No, they get already over tried to make them massive heal. heels. They've already tried. Doesn't seem to be doing it's anything terrible. for them. Terrible. Um, one good thing that we talked about earlier about the Royal Rumble was that the Women's Royal Rumble gave a really good opportunity for some NXT stars. The biggest one being Roxanne Perez, who was the NXT Women's Champion. She was uh, number ten. Eight, oh, I'm sorry, number eight. eight. Number eight is what I have her at as coming. There's in. a lot of NXT talent, good. and again, this is very the same thing with uh, the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, I. This was a this this rumble allowed a lot of young talent, like up and coming talent. Like there was a lot of NXT talent in this, uh, as opposed to the Men's Royal Rumble. There wasn't a lot of NXT. There was just current uh, who was on the roster. But I thought this women's because the women's has been a little bit lacking. Yeah, uh, I was still good. I still you know I'm starting to teeter a little bit on that WWE versus AEW women's division. Who's got the better? Who's got the better interest of mine? Maybe not the best for everybody, but in my opinion, I believe that AEW is starting to kind of catch up with WWE. But with this, introducing a lot of NXT talent, mm-hmm, which hopefully they, they have some great talent there. I, can't, I don't think they can use all of them because you're going to end up neutering NXT. But it's good to see there was what, probably about five, what, eight, five to eight, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. To where of NXT stars that you finally get. A taste of in the big in the big times. Yeah, if you don't know anything about them, then this is great. They're young. It now they puts look that, good. Puts that name you know, in like your head. Indy Hartwell. You know, yep. she looked fantastic, and she was able to stay in. Um, Zoe, Zoe Stark. Stark came in for, her, and she was in for a while. So it's it was a good opportunity to show that these women can can shine. Right. These are the ne- this is the next generation of women talent. You know. Uh, we also had the return of Dewdrop or Piper uh, Riven. Piper Viven? Niven. Niven. Oh, okay. Uh, she came. She re-debuted as the not so bubbly uh, Dewdrop, which that I love. Was a great movie. Uh, and I also do like that Michael Cole referenced her previous name because uh, her name's Piper. She used to go by Viper in the Indies, and when she came out, you know, Piper Niven, she strikes like a viper. Like so, it's kind of cool to see they're kind of taking a little bit of their previous. Uh, uh, gimmicks and incorporating them into what they have right. in WWE, and they not don't making have to explain their whole person. you know indie scene and everything right. that they did before, and name all these promotions. But they can kind of make a little like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, yeah. you know, Piper Viper kind of reference. Right. So that was kind of cool. They they gave her an opportunity to be off WWE TV long enough to repackage her. Mm-hmm. Same with Nikki Cross, who was in the 
the yep, uh, she was Royal Rumble. 29. You know, they, they repackaged her, and I think it's been fantastic. I think both of them looked super strong. They looked great. They looked dominant, and I I don't know. I'm just, I think that was a well, fantastic move here. Talking about repackaging, uh, somebody who left WWE for a little bit of a getaway and went back home to her homeland of Japan and has re-debuted in, re-debuted, has come back in the Royal Rumble, Asuka. Uh, she came out right before uh, Piper, but has come out as her previous gimmick as a like psycho Japanese clown. Oh, and she's been teasing it for a while on her. I had the name uh, written down. I don't remember what it was. Oh God, I almost dumped my coffee. Uh, she's been teasing it for a while on Twitter, mm-hmm. and she came out with the mask. You know, which is talking about that how she's broken. She and... kind of does anyways, a little bit different of a mask, and she pops it off, looks right into the camera, and she's got the makeup. It's got the like look teeth on her with face, blue, and it's she's the like makeup a clown. was well done. She's just such a dynamic character i love oscar and i'm and, glad that they're doing something different with her too and i hope this helps her her popularity not that she's not popular but uh again I, I, and this is me looking on twitter and you know twitter trolls or twitter trolls so it might just be chitter chatter on the internet they're gonna complain no matter what a lot of people have complained that they don't believe that she's got top tier talent you know because she has a little bit of a language barrier not that she can't speak english but that she has a hard time phonetically saying the words to where they're easier to understand and people are like, oh, well, you could use use captions and I can understand where they're coming from. But I feel like blaming somebody's phonetic abilities is fucking ridiculous that they're not top tier talent. I mean, there's no way there's no No. way it's just it's people being shitty ass individuals. But I, I really hope that this just puts a good taste in everybody's mouth and you're just like, oh, shit, she's here and like. Like for business, like Agreed. not just screwing around. And that's what I like about Asuka is you don't need the language barrier. You don't have to worry about that because she doesn't have she to speak. She translates through her moves. Her moves, her, uh, honestly, her, like her eyes, they just, they speak. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I know that's she's like a, a ve- weird thing to say. Well, she's but a very, like, I don't want to say an emotional person. She's a very, uh. Charismatic uh, out the ass. Yeah, yeah. She express a very expressive person with very her. Very With her, and I think that's what she portrays coming down to the ring. She's got kind of like a. She serpentines back and yes. forth and looks kind of gives that kind of creepy vibe. Yep. And that, I don't know, just, I love it's it. great. I, I, I cannot wait to see more of, of this new Asuka we've got. She, she took out a couple people here and she yep. lasted quite a bit, actually. Yep. We also had, uh, and again, a little bit of storytelling within everything. We had a lot of new people, but we also had damage control. They were all in at one point yep. and they, they were eliminating. Back they were eliminating numerous people. But uh, all of them together were yes, eliminating as a team. numerous people. Uh, and they even referenced, well, what happens if they're the last three in Corey Graves? Well, you, seeing as how these two are already the, tag, uh, the uh, tag champions, you have them hop out and you give Bailey the, the number one spot. So yep. it makes sense why they're teaming up you know, as a trio. Exactly. It's going to come everybody. down to the three of them and the other two are going to give up. Yeah, Bailey's going to win. All, you all know? for one, you know what I mean? Yep. Collectively, they took out Dana Brooke. They took out... Natalia, they took out. They um, got a shitload of people. Yeah, they took out quite a good. Um, Emma, Roxanne Perez. Yeah, Roxanne Perez. Emma got taken out. Uh, they they were on a on a roll. Actually, I've got it right here of how many each one took out. Of course, it'd be hard as hell to find it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good performance. Actually, wow, Rhea Ripley ended up eliminating seven people. That's impressive. It's not really saying who who uh, how many damage control put out, but it doesn't matter. Uh, she ended up eliminating seven. We also end up having, I think we, if you don't mind, I'll take this. Yeah, go ahead. Here. I had a brain fart. <laughs> uh, we ended up having at number 19, uh, what was supposed to be a surprise entrance, but ended up being such an obvious person was Chelsea green. And that was number he, 20. Here matter. is where, oh, number 20. Okay. I was 19. doesn't matter. 
here is where uh, things get really it's interesting. Record setting. Hold on. Before we go any further, record exactly. setting performance by Chelsea Green. Yep. Go ahead. Five seconds. Five seconds. It literally, <laughs> it, she rolls in the ring. She Rhea. got taken out by Rhea Ripley. She grabs her by like the collar in the ass and just continues the momentum and sends her out to the announce table. And that's it. That's it. But I love it because Matt Cardona and Matt Cardona, the king of opportunities in wrestling, who his wife, Chelsea Green, assisted him in winning a match in GCW by flashing her breasts. You do what you which gotta I do. thought was a, like the greatest distraction <laughs> in the world. Like it the is. entire crowd went <laughs> absolute ape shit, ape shit. And it was great. I've seen the other side of it. She had pasties over her nipples. So it wasn't like anything okay. too risque, but it's not like you go on her fucking OnlyFans for five bucks. It'd be cheaper than a ticket to GCW. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he gets on there and just, I'm so proud of my, my wife, Chelsea Green. She comes back to WWE and sets records right away. Uh, 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 who's the guy that he does the uh, figure podcast with? Uh, oh, it's like uh, Buddy Murphy, but not Buddy Murphy. <laughs> um, great Buddy Murphy. No, yeah. it's yeah, no. Uh, Brian Myers. Brian Myers. Uh, yeah. He like tweets, "Hey, congratulations to the you know to to the Cardonas for yeah. setting records." <laughs> I just, it's great. I love it. Like, and I I I heard somebody talking about uh, some character, the way that they're directing Chelsea Green's character, and I don't know a lot about that. Yeah. I hope it's something of of that Matt Cardona, which, again, disappointed Matt Cardona didn't show up in the I mean, I thought level. it was so obvious. I thought for sure he was going to be one. He tweeted an hour and a half before the Rumble started uh-huh. his gear. Well, he's and it not was like a, it was like a Zack Ryder-esque Yeah, gear. and he's trademarked his name. Yeah, and... but he trademarked Zack Ryder and the woo-woo-woo, you know it. Yeah. Um, so it just seems so obvious, and that didn't happen. So that was a bummer. But you know damn well... Him doing that probably secured him more t-shirt sales because, you know, somebody yep. was out there like, when oh, he shit, does come Matt Cardona is going to WWE. Let me buy up his fucking his, you know, pro wrestling tees before they pull it down. You right. know, so you know that that was some Dan Housen ass like promotion promotion shit like, hey, ah. do what you got to do to make money. But she comes out, gets thrown out, makes history. Um, <laughs> Good for her. Becky Lynch gets thrown out by damage control. Uh, and then Bailey gets thrown out, and Sky and Sky and Kai get thrown out. So that that segment right there is like that's obviously not done between the four of them. Nope. Uh, which is great because we've got the the cage match that they still owe us. Yeah, bullshit. Yep. Or uh, people there in attendance. That sucks. Uh, and you brought up um, Selena Vega. She came out in a Street Fighter. Yep. cosplay i guess apparently she's going to be like an announcer in the game which that's that's awesome that's really cool that's great i know she's in big into video games and a lot of a lot of like the newer wrestlers uh younger wrestlers are into video games and they dabble in the cosplay the cosplay sound like a fucking 90 yeah. year old man um her but, outfit looked great she looked great she did a, a phenomenal job while she was in there uh like like you said we had the only uh the only legends come in was Michelle McCool, unless you want to call Natalia. She showed up, but I mean, she shows up on everything anymore. Uh, and it was for a while. It had no, nobody really going out. And I mean, we'll just get to the band aid and rip it off here soon. You know, you, you had Indy Hartwell, Nikki Cross, number 29. We're like, Oh, number 30. Who's, who's going to be it? Who's going to be like Michelle McCool was a surprise. We're all like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Great. You know, I think we for thinking, me, I was like, like where's you know, Trish Stratus, Lita, I, like yeah. I, fucking anybody, Nia Jax. Was that supposed to be like, <sighs> wow? 
you know, the way she went out. Oh, it was a wow. The, it was the, a fucking wow. The rivalry she had with Charlotte Flair. My whole. The talk that she she had about, you know, just oh, the that, disrespect. That shit match that her and, uh, and Charlotte Flair yep. beat the hell out of each other. Yep. The whole being on Botchamania forever with her whole. My whole. Saying I won't do OnlyFans and then doing OnlyFans. It was like and a then week. And here she is. She's she back. Said, I would never go on OnlyFans. You people can just watch me on regular TV. And I, I take that back. I don't think it was an OnlyFans. It was like a... Like, uh, it's some other fucking OnlyFans okay. clone. Fans. Yeah, Smonly Smonly fans. Smonly fans. <laughs> Lonely fans. It doesn't matter, but it, it ended up being Nijax that came in, and you know it was the same thing as like Omas. How are we gonna get her out? Let's all team but, together. She pushes us off. We all go flying a foot. Oh yeah, they did. The ground, they did the Incredible know? Hulk thing where everybody beats Live. up on her and she stands up. They go flying, and then they just ganged up on her and threw her out of the ring. I did like that. Rhea here yelled. Gather round. Yeah. And she had everybody throw her <laughs> Hear over. ye, hear ye. But it was, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. What the is... end is nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> Some King Ross Sorry. shit. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't know what they were thinking with this. This was awful. Like, I cannot believe that this was like the big surprise of the yeah. of the Women's Rumble. I hope it was Rumble. a one, one time thing. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Just fucking awful. She comes out, um, and then it was just an absolute, I don't know, people just started going going out. Yep. Gets down right. to, to Nikki Cross, Asuka, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. Near, and uh, remember, Liv Morgan's number two. Rhea Ripley's been in there since the beginning. These two have been going for like 53 minutes, I think, at this point. Yeah, something ridiculous. Uh, Nikki Cross ends up getting uh, knocked out, and we're down to Asuka, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. Uh, they all start fighting. They are on the edge of the, on the apron of the ring. All three of them. Oscar uh, goes to do the mist and ends up hitting uh, Liv Morgan with it instead yeah. of Rhea Ripley, which allows Rhea Ripley to take out Asuka. Yeah, this is the second time she's ducked the mist, by yes. the way. Yes, yes. Uh, well, she didn't duck it that well. It was all over the inside of her yeah, arms. Well, Dom Dom got it the last time. Um, she eliminated Asuka and then Rhea Ripley from, uh, and, and we have now just number one and number two. And Rhea Ripley, the number one contestant in Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble, ends up taking out Liv Morgan, and she is your Women's Royal Rumble winner. Yep, and she is now given the opportunity to take on either uh, Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Championship or Bianca Belair for the Raw Championship. And personally, who would you like to see her take on? Oh, man, I don't know. Rhea Ripley? I don't think either is bad. You know, I think Rhea Ripley is going to put on a, a hell of a performance. Bianca Belair, fantastic. Charlotte, fantastic. So, you can't I mean, do it it's hard. Here. It's hard to it's hard to make that decision right now because you have the possibility of so many different feuds with both of those champions. With Charlotte Flair getting the belt back, with Bianca having the belt that she has, with Becky Lynch coming back, you have Damage Control and Bailey being a, a factor. You have uh, Rhea Ripley is now a factor. Um, I, I don't know. I who would I want? Rhea Ripley to go after who would I want to see a match between honest to God if we're going to go tit for tat pound for pound I would love to see Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair go one-on-one for the title same because they're both so strong I there yeah that's that's the first thing I went to now that being said that's not to discredit Miss uh, Miss Flair no she's because incredible. she could go her and Ripley could have a fucking banger of a show and i would love to see either yep. one of them well we get to see it at wrestlemania here in a few i just months. i think with with charlotte there's a lot more opportunity for other storyline 
matches right. that she could that she could do. She could have Bailey. She could have Becky. She could have any of any of the top women right now. Right. Charlotte's um, been out for a while, so it's good to have a good rivalry for her right away. Right. Plus, you have Rhea Ripley's on is on Raw. I know they're kind of getting rid of the, the the brand loyalties, but I, I I just I would see Rhea and Bianca being a just an absolute amazing pair. Agreed. Agreed. Especially at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right, and now it's time for the main event. Oh wait, wrong show. It's the wrong show. Same <laughs> right, right guy used to be here. Used to be uh, employed. Uh, sexual chocolate. Yes. That's my nickname now. <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, so now it is time for Roman Reigns mm. versus Kevin Owens for the uh, undisputed Universal Championship. Which at this point, he is eight hundred and eighty days as champion. As of yesterday. Yes, he had not so been. Now he's eight hundred eighty-one. Three years. Three. That's not right. Well, yeah, that, that's some, uh, what, that's, something that they had said he had. Yeah, that's, I, I, so they're doing they're doing WWE math. Yeah, yeah, they're averaging. Insane. Um, but up to almost three years of not yeah. not having his shoulders pinned for more than three seconds with an official. Exactly. There's been plenty of times that an official has not been there, and he has been laying on the ground for far longer than three <laughs> seconds. Um. But here we are. Uh, we're finally getting to see a full-time employee take on Roman Reigns. Yes. If anything, Kevin Owens fights more than Roman Reigns. Yes. Usually it's Logan Paul or Brock Lesnar who are just fly-by-night WWE guys. Or so. even the number one pick for who is going to be the surprise in the Royal Rumble, The Rock. Yes. Or which, Cody Rhodes, who only fought, you know, six months ago, which, yes, he got like, hurt, what, but come on. His third match? I mean, look at Seth. He's been putting in time. Look at Austin. He's been putting in time. And even look then, at Bobby. the last time Seth even you fought uh, Roman Reigns, he won by DQ. Or, I'm sorry, lost by DQ. Yeah. By his, own, by these, his own fault, too. All these guys are out there. KO is fighting every week. You know, Sami Zayn is fighting constantly. Even Solo Sokoa fights every week. And and Roman Reigns, you know, Brock, they're just, they're not out there. But nope. here's KO, and he is, and... The match wasn't the important part. The match wasn't a pay-per-view quality match. I'll say it. It was. It wasn't good. It was was another raw. All three of the matches tonight could have been on a Monday Night Raw. I agree. They Um, weren't anything fantastic. No, but this was. I did catch myself saying the focus of this pay-per-view, though. No, I did catch myself saying multiple times, "Wow, Roman did another spear. Wow, Roman did another Superman punch." It was just the same thing over and over and over, just to get to the ending, where, of course, just as you thought. Roman does defend right. and retain the championship. Um, this entire time, which I thought was which odd, I don't and think they never anybody explained. expected anything different. The, but no, but the Usos and Solo weren't out there. It was just Sammy, right? Which and I thought was odd. They never explained that. And at the end of the match, of course, well, there were a couple the Usos pre, there and, were, and Solo come out. There were a couple of pre-show segments um, that involved them that were like storyline that we didn't end up watching. I didn't realize because usually WWE doesn't have that interesting of pre-show segments no um but i happened to turn it on and just looked over and they did have there was a conversation between all of them so i'm sure something it transpired that uh, made them not go out there but yeah there was nobody was odd nobody ringside no mention of them you know being know anywhere maybe they thought that it gave kevin owens a chance to win in our eyes because possibly i think that's there probably were three what we had less to do with. people there and it was just sammy maybe sammy would turn on roman and kevin owens would actually this win. also might have been so part of roman's think. like main plan to where like i only want sammy to go out there it's his final test it's his final chance yep. to prove his loyalty and i don't want anybody there yep. to and he influence. does retain you know so um, it does work out well he during the match he looks at sammy and He's like, you know, get me a chair. And Sammy's like, but you told me not to do anything. And right. 
So he's already going against the things that he told Roman he would he would do, even though Roman told him to do it. Gets the chair, uh, and at one point, Sammy's like pleading to Kevin Owens, like, "Yo, just stay down, like, stop doing this, like, you've lost, like, you're gonna lose, like, you're gonna get hurt." Yeah, don't make Roman do this to you. He's showing him like a little bit of concern, you know, because they were friends for twenty years. Um, eventually, Roman ends up getting the win, uh, and it, it, the again, the match wasn't the match was oh, excuse me. The match wasn't the focus of this segment. The no. match was because it, it had to have a match. It, you had to have the match to explain the story. And something had to happen to Kevin Owens for something happen with to for something to happen with Sami Zayn. And I have I have two opinions on this particular match. Okay. Uh, number one, and this has to do. You know, we can go back to to the two Royal Rumbles. It had good storyline forwarding. It had it it brought a story and and brought it a, a chapter further. In the bloodline storyline, um, my only, and I loved it. I loved this was one of the most exciting, outside of of match work wrestling segments that I've enjoyed of WWE's in a while. Uh, even right behind the the trial that they had last Monday mm-hmm. with Sami Zayn, I absolutely loved that segment. And it's weird for me to say because I'm not one to be too into the theatrics of WWE so much like that. Like in, when in that regard. It's just organically coming sto- together oh my God, so the story well. Lines, it's, got, it's got me. Like it's, it's really got my hooks in Um It's what makes me go back, keep going back to WWE. Agreed, because the matches aren't even as great as they right. used to be. It's the storytelling with the bloodline that's been phenomenal. My only problem, and I'm 99% sure that Kevin Owens did this for this reason. My only problem was that I felt like Kevin Owens' presence was less than what it could have been for this being a pay-per-view championship match. Uh, yeah, because I, he wasn't the part of the story. He wasn't the focal part. And no. I don't and again, I'm I, I'm pretty sure that that was done by design. I'm pretty sure and obviously Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn are good friends. So I'm sure that in the in the regard of professionalism, they both looked at each other and said, "Okay, Kevin's going to take the the L on this one so that Sami can get the W." Exactly. Even though Sami wasn't in the match. Exactly. And that's exactly what this match did was it set you know, Kevin Owens loses. Sammy had a little bit to do with it, but you saw the cracks in the foundation shining through during the match. The right. begging him to stop, the telling him instead of getting him into the ring to get the match over so Roman can win, he's showing compassion for his former friend. Exactly. And the, the, the and foundation starting to crumbling. You know, because then afterwards, like I said, all everybody comes in, the whole bloodline's in the ring, and uh, Roman's got this the post match. Yes, this, this is, is post match. Roman, Roman has the chair, and he's insinuating that he's about to to hit Kevin and Owens. He was. He was going to destroy you. They handcuffed Absolutely. Kevin Owens to the ropes. They yeah, got so two he's handcuffs. dangling there. Poor dude has and to just lay there, gotta, eyes closed. Got to give it to Kevin Owens. Oscar worth performance. Yeah, just just a dead body. That's yep. all that man was. He only supported his weight when he when it was absolutely he necessary. Was, uh, unfortunately, it was not the MVP of the story, but we'll get to that. No, but um, so supporting he's, actor, he's hanging like, there. Golden Globe, oh, yeah. Yeah. Emmy, whatever other golden Absolutely. covered <laughs> bullshit we can hand him. He's hanging a there, wrestling, a turd. and he's killing it in the background. But uh, he's dangling. And he gets the golden coffee cup for the re- for the pay per view. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, so Roman's got the. Uh, steel chair over his head and like you said he's about to absolutely blast Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn jumps in front of him and tells him you know stop he's had enough like you're better than this let's just end this here like this is good it's over and of course Roman is just hot well at first he's like you know what you're right you're right you're you, you are right you do it you do it 
so he's Sam is like, no way, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And he's like, you take this chair, damn it, take this chair. Now, right if now. you if you're a ho- if you're a fan of hockey, if you've ever seen a fight where somebody talks shit in a pre-show, if you know the term pie face, if you've ever been pie faced, you know how infuriating that feeling is when somebody puts their hand on your face and pushes it. Like Roman, I like there there had to have been a little bit of emotion showing through with Sammy because Roman was pie facing. The ever-loving hell out of Sammy. Oh, yeah. And you could see it welting up. You could see the anger building. You could see the snarl coming. Lo and behold, Roman turns his back and says, do it. And Sammy, oh, my God, quite possibly the biggest pop that's going to happen this year. Yep, He absolutely gave it to Roman and blasted him in the back. Now, here's the interesting part, okay? So he has absolutely decimated the tribal chief with a steel chair to the back, okay? What was interesting is what happened immediately after, which was nothing. Nobody moved immediately. Nobody attacked. Nobody did anything. Solo, Paul, nobody's doing anything. Everybody's in shock. And then the only person to move. Of all people, Jimmy. Jimmy, the one who's been behind Sammy for this entire time. And Jay just sat there with his jaw open. Jimmy gives him the super kick. Solo comes in and gives him. The thumb of doom and the thumb, of, the thumb doom. of doom. Everything's of doom tonight. The Samoan spike. The Samoan thumb of doom. <laughs> and but of all people, Jay ends up just rolling out of the ring and walking away from the situation. Yeah, which I mean, that that's like I said, you want to talk about MVP oh, of the, of the I night. I, okay, I wasn't ready. For I was that. ready for the turn. I was sure. ready for the bloodline to get yep. the cracks. I was ready for Sammy to turn. Yep. I was ready for Roman. And Kevin Owens, I was ready for every, like, it went like a fucking puzzle. Every piece fit in and, you know, the little nuances. Okay, you do it. Like, okay, that makes sense. And then him getting into Sammy's face. Okay, that makes sense. Sammy hitting him with a chair. Okay, that makes sense. Jay Uso walking out that ring without a single, other than, other than like yelling at Sammy, like, what did you do? Yeah, he did. He gets out of the ring. That was like. Are you shitting me? I thought that was awesome. It got me. It 12-year-old Mark came out and I was 100% like, motherfucker, they got me. They put the cherry on the top and ended it and it was perfect. It was great. I loved it. 10 out of 10 ending. I loved it. I absolutely loved the way they ended that segment. I absolutely love because now we're just sitting here. But where do we go from here? That's what I mean. You now, obviously. Where do we go from here? Because Monday Night Raw tomorrow cannot start off. With the bloodline with Sammy just there. But it's gonna. You know, they ripped the t-shirt off this man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's funny. If you go back, somebody pointed out, if you look at his t-shirt, there's a slight cut in the collar. Yeah, if I didn't you don't catch know, it. If you don't know, if you're trying to, like, film a, a badass, like you're tearing your shirt off, you got to do two things. You got to cut your collar just a little bit right down through the threads so that it's nice and easy and ripping down. Same thing down the bottom. A lot of people don't know that. You got to cut the threads down to the bottom so that when you rip that it, last band is you, don't, you don't have a belt of a t-shirt around right. your waist and you have to take it off like pants. Right. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So if you look, he's got a little cut, but I don't, honest to God, I don't think he needed that cut. He, he, he Roman, ripped that shit Roman. off that poor boy. Whew, like he ripped his soul out of his yeah. chest. It was. But that's how, that, that's how we end the pay-per-view. It was great because it made you like, I have to watch Raw because yep. you know, it's going to start off with the bloodline. Yep. Or at least a segment They're about it. They're not going to make us wait to find out something. I'm excited. It, it, it. I was excited about Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed in areas of the Royal Rumble that I didn't think I was going to be. Uh-huh. And I was 
excited about points in the Royal Rumble that I didn't think I was going to be. So how do they progress this with Sammy betraying the bloodline with Jay out and now Cody Rhodes is taking on Roman Reigns? Like, what do, what do we do from here? Well, we do have the Elimination Chambers coming up here in, what, three, four weeks? Yeah, two or three weeks. Um, we also have, now you got Cody Rhodes who will be fighting Roman Reigns. Right. Uh, but Roman Reigns also has two belts. So yeah. So maybe Sammy for, against Roman for one of the belts. Okay. I have a feeling they're going to give Cody Rhodes a strap. One of them. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, that's why he came back. And I mean, I, th- I was going to say, do, do you think he would not be like, I need a belt? Like, I can't come back and be a chump and not get a belt after all this, leaving a company and then leaving the company and coming back. I mean, I got to believe know? that the reason why he came back to the WWE was he made a deal saying, listen, I will come back. I will do what you guys need me yep. to do. I will play the game. Yep. But I want the belt. I have to have the belt. And I feel like last, before he injured himself, he was on the road sure. to get a belt. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> um. And then this all plays into it and just it makes sense. Like, we've got, and Roman Reigns is hitting. Almost three years of being the champion, it's gonna get stale. We're gonna run out of people, and we're already running out of people. And I think to tie in with Sami Zayn, I think this is the the slow downfall of the bloodline of their reign. I think we're yeah. gonna see tag new tag team champions. I think they're gonna separate the Usos tag championships between Raw and SmackDown. Whether yeah. they keep the Raw and SmackDown moniker is a whole different thing. Right. Uh, I think they're gonna split up, ununify the belts mm-hmm. because. I don't yeah. know who they're going to give it to because their tag teams are a little bit on the weak they're, side right they're now. Getting, I, mean, I could see the Street Profits with a tag title run. Street Profits, no doubt. But I feel like that's just too obvious. You got to... Right. Hopefully they'll do like AEW and they'll look at some of the smaller teams and say, you know, who can we build up to get edi- to that point? They got some to... NXT tag teams that would be great exactly. to be in the, the main exactly. card. Exactly. Who can we build up to get to that point that they are going to be the next tag team? Right. To take it's, this It's a division that needs some work. I don't know. I, and I, I think they're... I think they have the capabilities and the talent. I know they have the talent to have a good, solid tag. You know, yeah. and they've got they've Try got the tag turn- ones, they got know? the tag tournament going on right now. They do. Um, and I think they have the capability of doing it. It's yep. just they need to I mean, drop the belts in order to move this. The this you can't have the belts on one tag team and then sure. try and promote other tag teams like they're the best. Well, I mean, one thing, if you're going to talk about the tournament, we've got Braun and Ricochet, which I don't Boo. see winning this from a mile away. But, I mean, they very well could put the belts on the Imperium. I, I could I, see that. That's my that's my prediction for it. I think the Imperium, is they're, they're, they're going to come in, they're going to win, and if anything, they're going to get the, I think they're going for the, they're going for the SmackDown uh, tag yes. titles. So I think they're going to put the SmackDown. And especially now that you have the dissension between Jay and Jimmy. You know there's going to be some separation between the two. You've got one right. that is still diehard bloodline as he shows shows on the Royal Rumble by instantly attacking Sammy. And then you've got the other one that's not sure, that's looking at Sammy and going, man, you believed in me. You you look through all of my bad traits right. to, to promote the good in me. How can I turn my back on somebody when maybe you're right? Maybe this isn't the way. Maybe this isn't the bloodline's doing things the wrong way. You know, you're going to have that dissension between those two. And I think that's going to play into Imperium possibly getting the titles and then possibly having them drop the raw move. tag titles. Or they might sure. get their shit together and stay the raw tag 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 It could be like a uh, like a Swerve Keith, you know, kind exactly. of situation in AEW. And then Swerve just in our melt glory back in where... together because they're brothers. They're, yeah, I mean, they're, they... not, they're not vibing well. They're not, right. you know, are they going to come in both committed kind of thing? You know, right. is Jimmy 
is Jimmy and Jay going to have, are they going to have their heads level? Are they going to be able to work they together? The and that's kind of a fun, yeah. Are they the ones? So they've, they've planted a lot of good seeds here with, uh, with the end of this Royal Rumble. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, for the Royal Rumble for 2023, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Excited to see what we have in store on Monday. Lots of story. Lots of fun shit. Lots of wrestling. Probably and not. Ba- and we're back into it. We're back into podcasting. We're back into recording. Sorry, we had a little bit of a, of a chunk of missing podcast time, but, you know, oh fucking well. Get over it. But thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter. I am at a bacon party. And I am at Gunk Dudley. Don't ask me why that is that way. I'm still trying to figure out a new Twitter. Also, handle. don't ask me about the bacon party. I was just driving one day and I was like, bacon party. That's funny. That's it, it works. It works. That's it. But who, who, I mean, who's not going to like a bacon party? I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. If you don't like going to a bacon party, I don't know if we can be friends. You can listen to the podcast. Like 100%, yeah. please listen yeah. to the podcast if you don't eat but bacon. You can't come but over. I don't you know, know if you're going to be over for the bacon party. <laughs> um, but make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, We're on Facebook, and YouTube. All of it's at CAW Wrestling Pod. Uh, make sure you f- go over to Spotify or Apple Music or whatever podcast platform of your choice and leave us a review. Take a screenshot of it and tag us in a social media post and we will shout you out on the show. We love Maybe hearing... we'll send you some stickers. Yeah, we're getting some stickers. We got some Bozo stickers from uh, Jade Koth. I'm sure I can squeeze some other stickers out of him. Yeah, and a um, uh, shameless shout if you have not heard of Jade Koth at J-A-D-E-K-O-T-H. Yes. Um, you can hear his music on Spotify. Take a second. He just started, not just started, but he just he, finished up a tour with his punk rock band Bozo, Bozo. B-O-Z-O. Check them Check out them on out. Spotify as They're well. On They're YouTube. hilarious. Um, I also want to shout out, like I said, uh, the Winley podcast. Uh, ran by the, it's the best podcast you've never heard of. Ran by the band Winley, the best band you've never heard of. Um, just want to shout them out. They're great podcast. I know Jade's good friends with them. I've been listening to them the past couple of days. Uh, love their love for wrestling and punk rock. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, really appreciate you coming and spending this time with two individuals who just like geeking out about wrestling we've missed doing this we are back at it at regular pace please Um, share this with your friends we appreciate it anything on social media we appreciate it yes word uh, of mouth is the best way to get this podcast out and the the more you talk about this podcast on social media and with your friends the more we can bring you and the more that we know you're listening yeah and that's what this is all about we just want you to listen to us talk we're self-centered and we love people listening to our words no not really we just really we just really enjoy <laughs> wrestling we thank you so much for joining us uh and we will catch you on the next episode Y'all know how we get down. Y'all know how we get down, man. Take it like a fuck wild out that bitch. Fuck wild out that bitch. You know what I mean? Huh? Don't talk to me a little bit, man. I ain't know if y'all feel like I'm about to turn into a wild wolf right now. A damn wild wolf, man. It's a Saturday. Take it to Saturday. Take it to Saturday. Take it to Saturday. Hey, 